I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Sports Radio 929 the game, 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this second day of March. It's a Saturday morning where the fog is lifting slowly, but surely it is lifting. We hope. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. Sorry about that. Uh, I snapped back. And a good morning and, and to you beautiful people in Sandy Springs. Okay. Yeah. The folks Sandy, Sandy Springs. Springs. If you're just joining us, you missed me talking about a place called Between earlier. <laughs> yeah, you did. I had never heard of that place. I lived here for decades. I have never heard of Between Georgia. And of course, the the, the you know the jokes write themselves. But it's between, and it makes sense. Loganville and Monroe. I had a friend who was moving and told me where they were going. I was like, what? what? I never heard of that place. There you go. So. Discovered between Georgia today. Highway 78, all you folks in between, you got that's two shout outs for them. You get two of them if we never heard of you before. Sandy <laughs> Springs, we talk about you all the time. But between Georgia, never heard of that, them folks. So, uh, Miles Garrett, again, Fox 5 will be joining us in a little bit. Uh, Mr. Crenshaw, I just, it, I, I've been thinking about it since we talked about it last in this Hawks team. Is this just to sit back and wait and, and, and hope that they just don't implode? With Trey Young out during this time, this well, Hawks team. I mean, we, we we had the bad game. We had the two good games before this. Of course, they were at home, uh, where they looked like okay, we're going to right the ship and whatnot. And everybody was looking good. Even even you know, Kobe Bupkin was coming in, and he was he was looking good. He had you know, um, having Preston to duty. You know, your rookie, um, but he plays good defense. You know, he usually plays good defense. But it seems like they just got off to a horrible start. I mean, you you go out, you score 16 points in your first quarter against anybody. You go, you're gonna be in trouble in an NBA game. Mm-hmm. And so you know, they they spent the entire night trying to overcome uh, a, a simply woeful start, and they, they never could get enough to get back. So hopefully, the key today is to get off to a good start. And I think if they get off to a better start today. They should be able to run with this team and beat this 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 Nets team. They're, they're they're not an impressive bunch. We saw Dennis Schroeder. We hadn't seen him in a minute. Been nice, yeah. He's uh you know he's playing there these days. But um, he, this Hawks team, if they go out and do some good things early, I, I think they get a win this afternoon. You, you know, you you talk about this Hawks team presently, you and me, 
and, and and folks, when you talk about them, it's like, yeah, if they do that, if they, there's a whole lot of <laughs> anxiousness in the description of this team with hopes that these guys can, you know, show us something collectively that we haven't seen before and, and know that it's sustainable without Trey being there. Yeah. And that's a big ask. And so you do. You you sit there like, well, and it's it's a it's funny listening to people because you, there's no confidence behind your descriptions. That's basically what I'm saying. There's yeah. no confidence. It's all about well, this happens and that happens, and well, maybe we'll it, get this. Well, listen, in the course of the season, you, it, it's hard to get that, but there's still basketball there. And the idea is um, for this team is to see if they can climb to a, you know another another spot above where they are right now. See, which, that's is, gonna, which is still which is still attainable. It, okay, it, it, it's it's still doable. It's doable. But, but, it's, but, but you got to go out and put some consistency behind it. And these were games like they win the games that you feel like you should win. And this is a team that they they should beat. They had a terrible performance. They came out of the gate and they fell flat on their faces to start. But you know this team has played well in Trey's absence. You know, in in, bits in and spots, pieces. in spots, in spots. But but this is for an extended period of time. I expect today this team goes back out with Dejounte Murray leading them, and they go out and they play the way they played the first of the week. I hope so. Anyway, they get off to a better start. Yeah, if they get off to a better start, they're on their way to a win today. All right, well, and that's all well and fine. Yeah, my thing is, as we talk about this team, what you hope to grasp is the turning of the corner. Regardless of whether or not they can leapfrog over a lot of these teams that are in front of them, and they leapfrog out of being you know a playoff team, but not being a part of that play-in tournament. Okay, so let's say they get over that. You want to look at this team and feel confident that they can at least make some noise and get past the first round. That's what you hope. You don't just hope. You don't want to be one of those organizations and fan bases that go, well, we just want to make the playoffs, and that's good well, enough no, for me. No, You don't want to be that. So don't you hope that you see something this last third, this last quarter of the season that shows you, okay, these guys are ready to enter the playoffs. Everybody's healthy, and it looks like, you know, been there, done that before. We're going to we're gonna make the adjustments. Hey, listen, we hope we get a Philadelphia team. They're going to be without Embiid, or they're going to be without a, a – Fully healthy Joel Embiid, if you will, because that team seems to be coming back since he's been out. Now I don't know what to think of this Knicks team. We're gonna we're gonna um, face them before we leave New York. But what is what is it that you want to see right now over the next month or so as we get ready for the playoffs? Well, we've seen some of it. We've seen some of it. You know, uh, you've seen Sadiq Bay have some better games. He didn't have a he he, he was one uh, that, that fell off. Uh, in, in the loss against against the Nets, um, you know, you got Clint Capella. To me, I want to see him rebound. I want to see him rebound. I mean, you don't run anything for him offensively. He's there if you run in the floor. He gets up the floor. He puts a lot of stuff back on the offensive glass. That's that's his game and, and, and what he brings. You want him to be at his best doing that. Um, but at the same time, you know, you know what you got with Murray. You know what you got with Jalen Johnson. You want to continue to get that production and more time from DeAndre Hunter. I still feel like he's he's the, the the key right now. Even though people point to Murray, I think Hunter's play is really the key to this team. Um, you know something, and he's he's an element we haven't had consistently this season. You know he's a key ingredient for this team when healthy. And I just think on the defensive end as well as the offensive end, to me he's the key to this team, not just 
trading water until Trey Young gets back, but also closing the gap on other teams in the East uh, until Trey Young gets back. So to me, he is the key to this team. It's finding a way to move forward even without Trey Young in the lineup. See, I'm not even looking at individuals anymore. I, I mean, yes, they could be the reason it turns the corner or this particular trait ends and you know they move forward with it. But not for me, it's just the team. I don't care who delivers. Let Show me as a team that this team is ready. Now, obviously, you're going to look when Trey gets back, you look for him as the individual to drive this bus. But what's in place now, while there's some, some very, very good players, collectively is what I want to see. That's what you need. You don't need um, Javante to step in and be Trey, and we know he can't be that. So as a team, hey, these guys got it around. Look at how they're playing without Trey. Oh, geez, if they play like that, they're going to look good. Come playoff time. That's the response I think I'm looking for and many others are. Now, who does that? Who who are these bodies? Who are these players who maybe step in and do that? Well, that the you guys don't are on foresee? the team, you're not going to fly in any new ones. I mean, no, no, no. It's, it's going to have to be these guys you know here, who right? You got right. So, yeah, that's kind of where I'm talking. You're you're naming individuals who, whose play you like to see turn because the corner, get better, we, do this. Because and that. we haven't seen them consistently all season. We haven't seen Hunter. Hunter Hunter missed over 20 games, and so you know, although he's been back for a couple of weeks. He's still gradually going back in. He's not back in the starting lineup. You know, he's up to 25 minutes, uh, which is good. He played 25 minutes his last game out. And so he's been gradually increasing. So to me, that's he's one of the, the, the keys because of what he does, not only on the offensive end, but the defensive end. All right, Noel, what are we missing here? What, 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 we've been going playing tennis back and forth here. And, and have we missed anything? Have we, have we wrapped our collective opinions around what the issues are or what other opinions should we have when it comes to this team? Yes. Trey Young is out for a while. But to me, the bigger problem is Onyeka Okongwu is out for a while. Yeah. And there are a lot of things that he does that Clint just does not have the athletic ability to do. And when we need that smaller, more athletic Five on the floor, that's where we're getting run out the gym. Now, there are times when Yeka was out there, you needed a bigger presence and you didn't have Clint, and that showed in itself too. But I feel like we're hurting more without Onyeko Kongwu in, in the lineup. Having to have more Bruno. Yes. Now, Bruno's, I've been, I've, I've been impressed with Bruno's return to Atlanta, though, I must say. The minutes that he's gotten in these past few weeks have been positive. Now, probably because there's nobody else, nobody else to throw out there, but it could look worse. It, it could look worse. Like, That's he's true. definitely taken advantage of his opportunity to be out there and, and, and run around and get some minutes. But, uh, yeah, to me, it's, it's, it's Okongwu. What you got to say about these guys playing defensively? Not in, any particular individual as a team. As a team, it, it, I mean, to me, it goes with, Somebody else is intense. Like, if somebody, it doesn't matter who it is, but it seems like if somebody is intense on defense, then that ups the team's want to, I guess, to be right. defensive. I don't know. Like, I saw a lot out of Kobe the past few nights, Kobe yeah. Bufkin. Mm-hmm. Saw a lot from the, uh, the, the, the point guard position defensively from Kobe on top of what we already knew that he would add offensively. My point is there needs to be a standout on – when we talk about defense of this team, because if we're going to talk about any kind of playoff presence, we know who some of these other teams have and the size of them and the speed of them. And you got to figure. I mean, but you knew that coming into the season. I understand that, but I'm saying where we are right now, and you got you got the best player on the team out. 
So you're going to have to get him back and get him reacclimated to being who he is. In the meantime, what you don't want to focus on is how many points you can score. I would imagine let's try and stop these guys as best we can. Instead of, instead of focusing on being the best offensive team while you don't have him here, or even when you get to the playoffs, defense is the word, is the, is the way to look at this team and how they should approach getting into this playoffs. We're going to stop everybody. we got to do it physically. we got to be a lot physical than we've been. In a perfect world. But if, 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 exactly. if, that, if that just ain't your game, it ain't your game. So if you lose your, your offensive strength and defense is just not, just not a strength on your team as a whole, then where do you go? And that's really what we're talking about because you can want all the defense you want, but we've wanted that for three seasons now. So it's not going to magically turn on within 20 games. So how, how do you move forward? I don't know. Now, should that should that be the point of emphasis? I'm sure it is, but is it showing on the court? I don't know if it's going to do that. No. no. I'm sure that is Quinn's point of interest, to, to, to your point, but mm-hmm. – you're probably in better shape trying to shoot teams out of the gym than you are trying to stop them. Here's the bigger point here, though. You, me, Sam, and everybody else that talks about this team has brought up every other types of scenarios or situations or thoughts about what should take this team to the next level, just like we're doing here, because they are so inconsistent. It comes back to that. So here we are. Reaching for straws over mm-hmm. here, throwing darts over here, yep. hoping that happens over here, and all of us are doing it because it's this what ride at Disney World. Yeah, it's you know, it's it's like when Laverne and Shirley used to sit together at the table and sing High Hopes. Because what else can you do? <laughs> Just what makes that little old ant think he can move that rubber tree plant? <laughs> <laughs> wow. He went they, back they, to the late 70s with that Shlemiel one. Shlemiel ah. <laughs> See, listen to her. Listen to her. Oh, my goodness. There's a reason we're hanging around you. <laughs> tell you that. This is great. Noel, we love you. Um, well, tune in this afternoon. Yeah, because we got it for you right here. Let me reach over here. Gink, 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 Basketball and hockey. Say that out loud. This is what we, we got go. for you here at the station Absolutely. today. Absolutely. Hawks, Brooklyn. Uh, 2.30 pre-tip, tip at 3 o'clock, followed by ECHL Hockey Gladiators, our own Gladiators, going up against Greenville at face-off at 7 o'clock. they got to work on this. we gotta, we got to promote these guys a lot more because they need a pre-game show. Because it, it would be pre, you know, maybe 6.45, even 6.30 maybe. I don't know. Maybe so. We'll see what happens. But good luck to the Gladiators. Yeah. They're going, they're oh, going, excuse me. We buried the lead. They're going it's, it's Thrasher's it's night. It's Thrasher's night. Now, does that mean everybody gets a Thrasher's something? I, I don't know. I would imagine you get something Thrasher's. They may get to be the Thrasher's again. I understand that, I understand that people are not exactly <laughs> packing the building up in the winter, up in Winnipeg these days. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I guess. Hey. You wouldn't come back. Well, is, is it the Jets that come back or maybe the Jets, well, Calgary's they, doing pretty good? No. No, no, no. Actually, them too. Well, we'll see. Anyway, we got hockey action here. We're going to talk to Miles Garrett, Fox 5, up next. Find out his thoughts on the latest from the Atlanta Braves. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Love a tree plant. Anyone knows an ant can't move a rubber tree plant because he's got what, Laverne? Hi. Louder.
Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning. Thank you for letting us be a part of your Saturday morning. Sam, did you know today was the day that Congress created the Department of Education? On this day, on you gotta hit that on there, partner. Hey, on this day, on this day, the Department of Education was created, and two areas, two territories, were turned into states. On this day, the Arkansas Territory was oh. organized, mm-hmm. and Washington became a state. They okay. broke away from the Oregon Territory. That's like a big deal. I remember hearing the Oregon Territory and some like old westerns. Oh yeah, man, things it's like big, that. That was yep. like a big deal. So. But uh, listen, we got Miles Garrett on the phone right now. And Miles, as we bring you in with this insignificant information, I want to tell you this. Did you know that on this day, the National Association of Professional Baseball Players officially adopted the batter's box? I did not know that. I didn't know that either. Wow. But it gets better. They decided any player betting on his own team will be expelled, and any player betting on any other team will will forfeit his pay. Woo. Uh, now, this is, long, yeah, this is long before anybody heard of uh, Kennesaw Landis in the, in the 1919 Blacks. This is a rule that came out. And or, it fan, or fan duel. And it didn't work, obviously. Or DraftKings. Yeah, exactly. Miles, how you doing, buddy? Doing well, guys. How are, about y'all? Are you back? Are you, are you back? And, and what's, are you still focusing on the Braves? Uh, I'm focusing on just about everything right now. DJ Shockley and Justin were at the Combine this week. I was at Atlanta Motor Speedway with Sam earlier last week. Yeah, man. And we're we're what talking a now with the what a unfortunate news of Ronald Acuna Jr. Wait, say that again? Say that last part again? I said, and now it appears we might be talking some unfortunate news about Ronald Acuna Jr. My man, you seems like you're breaking some news with us. We've not heard what you're talking about or alluding to it, so could you continue? Ronald Acuna Jr. apparently has some irritation in his knee that he got uh, ACL surgery on just a few years ago. He was taken out of his uh, spring training game yesterday as a precaution. Now, he is expected to uh, recover okay. Uh, Again, he's going to get an MRI to kind of dissect a little bit more. But, uh, yeah, apparently he was shown to have some inflammation there in that same knee near his meniscus. So hopefully it's not a meniscus tear, but uh, certainly something to maybe keep an eye out on. You need to sit this dude right now because this could be a byproduct of what he did last year. 70 stolen bases and all of that stuff. and you know, I don't know if that it could be that uh, or of a busy offseason. Remember, this guy never stopped playing ball. He well, played, played in the too, Caribbean yeah. Series too. I mean, some, some thoughts about that too. Uh, Miles, what, what, what do you think? I don't think that was it. Um, seeing what David O'Brien with the uh, was on the Braves be very heavily was kind of talking about that. I think where he may have gotten that inflammation was uh, getting caught on the base path a few days ago uh, in spring training. I think when he was trying to get the third, rounding second, um, I think that was where it may have happened. Now again, does maybe you know overwork? Does that kind of play into it? I don't know, but uh, we all know that. Ronald Acuna Jr. plays very, very hard, and uh, perhaps this could be a reason for it, but uh, you are, of course, hoping for the best for the reigning MVP. 
right, yeah, yeah. I won't, won't back you into a corner to speak anymore on that, but we'll just wait and see what's happening. But keep an eye Willie on Willie only knows how to play one way. That's right. That's the thing. That, I mean, yeah. he, 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 he's all out of nothing. And 26 years old, you know, you're still bulletproof at 26, right? Yeah, well, That's what you we, think. We'll see that. We'll think that. <laughs> right now, I might not be thinking that so much. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. All right, well, listen, let's continue this tour around Georgia sports. You said you were out at Atlanta Motor Speedway with Mr. Crenshaw last week. What a finish. From that race. But let's take a second and just, like, congratulate um, uh, Brandon Hutchinson and his entire staff out at Atlanta Motor Speedway putting together another successful and first-class event weekend, race weekend here in town. And um, But your, your thoughts on that race and how it ended? Yeah, it was incredible. I mean, there's no other way to put it. I think it's the – they said it was the third-closest finish in NASCAR history. Forget it. Mm-hmm. You know, just Atlanta. Um, but it was funny because I was filming it, and I, I could have swore that uh, maybe Kyle Busch or uh, or someone else may have won it. Uh, but uh, no, it was a it was a heck of a finish. It was cool to be down there in the pits. Um, I actually went to school with Chase Elliott, so I got to hang out with some old high school friends who were in what? his uh, his pit crew down there, which is kind of cool to see. But uh, no, it was cool. It was the first NASCAR race I've ever been to. So hang on a second. Can you get Chase on the phone? <laughs> <laughs> I would. I have friends who can get Chase on the phone, but I, I do not have Chase's number. Right, we'll talk to you about that after we hang up. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, <laughs> well, he, even he couldn't avoid that second lap, second lap pileup, which just surprised me totally. On the second lap, we had here's everybody all stacked in turn one. Uh, it was this amazing thing? But yeah, what forty eight lead changes? Yeah, Incredible. I believe the most in in AMS history, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Fantastic stuff. Miles Garrett, Fox 5, joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9thegame.com. Not done with you yet, buddy. We'll get to the Falcons in a minute, but Sam and I and Noel throughout the show today um, have been talking about just the ebb and flow of the consistency or lack thereof with this Atlanta Hawks team. Your thoughts on uh, these guys? Trey's out for a while, but on, on their approach to the playoffs. You got any thoughts on this team? Yeah, I mean, I, I think right now, um, you know, with Trey being out for at least, you know, the next couple of weeks, um, it's sort of an assess mode. You know, what is this team without Trey Young, and what can they do? And obviously, we know Trey is arguably the best point guard in all of the NBA. But you know, what what can they be without him? I think you can kind of see what Dejounte Murray can truly bring to the table as your number one. Now, again, I think the Hawks have a lot of pressing needs, and I think they need to figure out what those needs might be. You know, because I think we've seen some good things from Quinn Snyder, his first full season as head coach, his offensive game plan has been great, but defensively, this team has struggled quite a bit, and I think that's putting it lightly. Um, but obviously, you like what you've seen from Jalen Johnson. There's some good foundation pieces there with Jalen and DeJounte and, and Trey, but at some point, you know, it's, it's not going to keep working like this anymore, and you're going to have to figure out an alternative way to get better. Tenth in the Eastern Conference is not going to suffice. So um, whether that's you know, Nick Ressler or whoever might be running the organization, Tony Ressler, there's going to probably going to need to be some moves made. Yep. Spending time on the waitforit.com hotline this morning with Miles Garrett. He is social. You can always find him at Miles Garrett TV at Miles Garrett TV. Uh, we talked a little bit about, about the Braves, talk about Ronald Cunha, but thoughts about the team right now as you've had a chance to see them play a, a few games. Your starting pitchers, the people you're looking at have had some impressive starts. Uh, what more do you want to see from your starting pitchers down there leading up to the next next couple of weeks? Yeah, it, it's sort of hard to say what you want to see out of a starting pitcher because 
out of four guys, I mean, you already know what you're going to get, really. I mean, Spencer Strider, I think, has been the coolest thing to see so far because he's adding a new pitch. He's added this curveball to his arsenal, which is looking very good so far down there. We've, we've covered a few of those highlights. But outside of him, you know what you're going to get from Max Fried. You definitely know what you're going to get from Charlie Morton at this point. And I think Chris Sale has sort of proven that, hey, he's kind of uh, a reliable guy, at, even at his age, to go out there and be one of your four starters. The question is going to be who's number five. And I do think they have some good pieces there right now who are all competing for it and who have shown a lot of promise. I mean, we've talked about it before. Bryce Elder was an all-star pre-all-star break and then kind of let his youth sort of get the best of him, not really knowing how a full season goes. We talked to him about it down there in Northport, and he basically said, yeah, you know, it took a full season of that to kind of understand the grind of a Major League Baseball season. And then you've got Reynaldo Lopez, who's looking good, who may be a bullpen guy, who may be your fifth starter, Ian Anderson, coming off Tommy John surgery, when a lot of guys lately come back from that surgery throwing harder. So uh, they do have a lot of good depth there. And even if it doesn't work out, I wouldn't be surprised to see Alex Anthopoulos make a move for another guy because he's shown he's he's willing to do so in the past. Marcel Ozuna. Your first baseman for tonight's game. Uh, have you, did you see him down there playing first? And did you hear and just your thoughts on that, man? You got to put him someplace, and it ain't gonna be left field. Oh yeah, no, I actually tweeted a video of him at first base when I was when I was down there in Northport. We asked uh, Snit about it, and uh, yeah, he was just kind of uh, it, it was kind of tongue in cheek sometimes, but. Uh, yeah, he, he, I wouldn't be surprised to see him maybe get a day there or one or two days there at some point in the season if Matt Olson needs a break uh, to kind of start at first base because, uh, you know, like you said, you, you don't really want to put him there in left field because of his defensive abilities that we've seen. So first base kind of is your de facto position that you would put him. Um, and, you know, that's the place to get the reps, you know, get him get him some live-action game reps in spring training and, if he doesn't mess up, if he's looking okay, then, you know, what? what's the worst thing that could happen if you put him in that first base in a Sunday day game in June, right? You know, Sam and I were talking – I'm sorry, we want to jump in there. We, we were talking about the, the um, rotation and how this year, one of the few years that you're going into it, you can figure out, you know, or, or wonder who the fifth starter is going to be, but pretty confident about the rotation from top to bottom. But not just that. It's the entire battery. Because you still got a couple all stars there behind the plate, and and even with that, with, with with Trump there, you you feel good about the catcher position with this team. Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, you have two of arguably the best catchers in all of the National League on your team right now, between Travis Darno and Sean Murphy. So, um, you know, it, I think that's the best depth you could potentially ask for at one position for the Braves right now, or just any team really. Just having those two guys there, Travis Darno has proven to be a big-time clubhouse leader for this team uh, lately, obviously with the departure of Freddie Freeman, Danzy Swanson. They're kind of looking for that you know, one go-to guy. I don't think they really have that one go-to guy, but just because of that experience and the amount of time he's been on the roster, what he's meant to the Braves, I think Travis Darno is that guy. Sean Murphy, a little bit quieter, but uh, pre-All-Star break again last year kind of showed you what he can bring to the table as far as at the plate and, uh, you know, what he can do with his bat. So I think the Braves have a lot of good things there. And uh, I, I expect to see them maybe not 50-50 uh, splitting duties there, but uh, each getting more than enough reps there for the Braves. Yeah, we got the best battery in sport in baseball. When you think about it, you, you put the staff, pitching staff, and the guys that are catchers, get the best – I don't know the numbers, but I would imagine as far as a battery – 
team, Atlanta's yeah. got the best one. I would have to think so, too. By far, by far, by far. We'll spend time talking with Miles Garrett here. He's been down to, uh, to, to Brave Spring Training, back here in town, He's keeping an eye on things uh, up at the Combine, too. What do, you guys, what do you have coming up for us that we can watch for over on Fox 5? Yeah, luckily it's actually going to quiet down just a hair for us. Uh, we've had, obviously, kind of balls to the wall lately. Our career's just getting back from the NFL draft, but uh, we're going to be, obviously, at Georgia's Pro Day. We're probably going to be at the NFL Combine. I, myself, am going to be at the Masters, so we've got some, some pretty cool trips lined up. Oh, we got a, we, oh, so we got you for the Masters? we got two correspondents now. If we can't get one, oh, we yeah, get the I'll other one. There. You, you go. You going every day? Uh, I, I'm not quite sure about that yet. All I know is I'll have a credential coming. Outstanding. That's nice. Yeah. Very nice. We're, just, we're, just, yeah. we're programming for a month out. <laughs> this has been great. We got two people that are going to be covering the Masters. Great. Hey, Miles, man. Listen, just and and thank you as always for what you do for our show, and enjoy the rest of your Absolutely. Saturday. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, guys. You got it, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Miles Garrett, Fox right, Five. Got to get him. Got to get. Uh, Got to get Jarrett, uh, an agent. He still doesn't have one, and he's been in a movie. Garrett's trying to get into movies, and he's looking for an agent. Wow. And you know he got it because well, Garrett's on. He he does like two shows here. Yeah. And then he had his commercial. Everybody saw him getting pulled over by the state patrol. <laughs> That's true. Nice going, Garrett. <laughs> My dude, man. Yeah. My dude. Uh, so anyway, we got to get these guys hooked up here. We're going to turn things over to John Fricky. Top of the hour, but we have got some unfinished business we're going to get to next. It is Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. There's a little black spot on the sun today. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg. On this Saturday morning, second day of March, thank you for letting us be a part of your Saturday and Sunday mornings. We'll be back tomorrow from 6 until 10. By the way, we're going to replay our They Got Next. Um, Participant today was Ava Rodriguez, 9 years old. We're going to replay that uh, at 8 o'clock straight up tomorrow, and we're going to let you guys know how you can reach out to us if you have uh, a 13 and under son or daughter niece or nephew, student, if you're a teacher, you play on a team with them that want to get into this business, want to be reporters. We want to hear from you. We're going to give you a chance to put together a 60-second and 90-second sports report and come on on here and shine. We love it. Did you hear that, what we just played? Yeah, yeah. Cut from one of the best albums of all time, Synchronicity by mm-hmm. the Police. Yep. King of Pain. I had uh, Noel play that because we lost the Prince of Pain this past week. Were you a Richard Lewis fan? That was his nickname, you know. You know, I actually had a chance to meet him. Actually, what? I actually had him come over to do. He was in town, and they brought him over, and we recorded a segment with him, actually for the Sports Extra show. And he wasn't a big sports person, mm-hmm. but he played along with it and went along with it. Some of his comedy I didn't get because some of his stuff could be kind of dark. <laughs> yes, you know it can't what I be mean. That. And, but but it was cool. It was cool getting a chance to meet him. Yeah. And, uh, and 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 uh, and and have the experience with him. Yep. Rest in peace. It's gonna. I, I don't know what HBO is gonna do, and and by extension, um, Larry David, but he's an integral part of Kirby Enthusiasm, and it just started its last season, and he's he's there, and so you got to wonder what's what's gonna happen with that. I don't know. Also, and um, I'm just gonna bring this up. This past week, not only Richard Lewis. But Stacy Wakefield, did you hear the news? Stacy Wakefield was the wife of Tim Wakefield, yeah, who passed 
five months ago mm-hmm. from brain cancer. Mm-hmm. She just passed this past week of pancreatic cancer. Yeah. Five yeah. months apart to the day. Wow. God rest their souls, man. Wow, man. And, and there was also manner of um, GoFundMes and things put out there for the kids. But, yeah. Anyway, I wanted to mention that. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. I got a couple. I mentioned some folks that's moving fast. You can y- do it. Yesterday. It's your show. You can do what you want to do. No, I mentioned a couple folks that's moving fast. NASCAR is out in, uh, in Vegas this week. I always, yeah. wonder, I always wonder what it would be like to be out in Vegas with NASCAR. I just think that would just be just just fun. Okay, the, the stuff that you would see around or and around. Well, town, any around big race. event in Vegas. Yeah, but but NASCAR in Vegas, I think, would just just be a scream. Okay, uh, they're they're out there getting ready to race. And last night in the truck race, some history. Um, a student, yeah. a student at an HBCU, yep. won a NASCAR series race. A uh, Raja Karuth, who um, actually I think was born here in Atlanta. He grew up up in the D.C. area, but was born here. Um, drove to a win in the truck series. So he mm-hmm. now joins Window Scott and Bubba Wallace as, uh, as African-Americans who have won in one of NASCAR's major racing series. So he started on the pole, and uh, he got the win last night. So I know the folks up at Winston-Salem State are very proud of him, and folks up at the CIAA tournament are now talking about NASCAR while they're watching the basketball up there. <laughs> that, was, that was great. The other person is, as we watch people run um, sprints today and can clock times, um, in the 40 meters, how about 60 meters? And how about Atlanta's own Christian Coleman, who beat out Noah Lyles, who everyone is saying Noah Lyles is just going to be the guy that dominates everything in Paris for the American track team as far as the sprinters. But Christian Coleman beat him in the 60s, uh, 60-meter run yesterday in Glasgow. And so um, that's very impressive to see him do that. And another one of our home folks that we watch for is an Olympic hopeful and uh, see if they're making it over to Paris this summer. So don't forget about uh, Christian Coleman, a hometown guy, doing good stuff. Okay. I think the time was 6.41, 6.41. Uh, to the sixty world though, he, he, the sixty. I never heard of sixty yard the, the, dash. The, the sixty is a, is a is a track event. The forty is an NFL I, event. No, I know that. I, I was thinking more don't, of fifty don't, so and one hundred. You know, don't say the forty to a track person. Okay, I'll, I'll you, I won't. You say forty to a track person. They, they what happens? Give, they give you a look. Well, I can take a look. I just don't you know, want them they, like stomping they, on me. They go. They go. They. We, we don't run no forties around here. We run in sixty or hundred or two hundred. That's, that's kind of what they, we ain't wearing you know, no pads. That's what we wearing for that. Well, you well, you knew you have some guys who can do both. Mm-hmm. You know, you be known to have some guys who be NFL who who also world class and are able to uh, to, to run. Nehemiah, what was well. his name? Yeah. What was his first name? Uh, Ronaldo Nehemiah. Ronaldo Nehemiah. Well, we that was the first one before that. No, it wasn't. Well, Bob, I mean, that's first one I remember. Bob Hayes. Bob Duh, you're right, Bob Hayes, that's right. Okay. Yeah, Bastards Bob, man. Bob Hayes kinda, Number twenty two for the Cowboys. Made him made him create a whole defense. They had, they had the greatest That's defense. That's true. You're that right. Dude. Yeah. You wouldn't go man up on that dude. Um, uh, <laughs> actually, and there's there's another person I, I actually forgot, and I met him, ran in a four by four with Carl Lewis and um, and played for the same team was um Ron Brown. Yeah. Ron Brown played for the Raiders, but he was part of that track team in the at the '84 Olympics. So we we've had some guys. We had some guys moving. So that, that's the thing we wanted to make sure and. And mentioned uh, and then mentioned him. What we talking about, folks running and don't forget today up at the combine where we got wide receivers, running backs, um, and who else is up there today? We got wide receivers, running backs, and um, quarterbacks. 
are running today up in Indiana. Did you see that that tape this this past week? Where Brady went out and ran the forty again. Oh yeah, and ran he the ran 40 it faster again. than when he ran it got coming out I'm, of college. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of not surprised by that. I I'm mean, not either, to be honest yeah, with you. It's, it's the, you think about the conditioning and the and the things that he's done and been exposed to since that time. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not surprised he was able to do that. But it was cool to do it, and the way they were able to put the two images together uh, was was uh, was was interesting to see him get a chance to do that. Don't forget tomorrow morning, D. Orlando Ledbetter will join us uh, tomorrow morning from the combine uh, up in Indianapolis and give us his thoughts or whatever. No, you're not going to get scolded. You're not going to get scolded. Okay, good. I'll be nice to you, Led. All right, all right. We're supposed to meet over something else. You got somebody else, too. We got Terrell showing up. On Twitter, I'll say, don't forget about Willie Galt. Willie Galt, there you go. There you go. Yeah. You Chicago, man. You're not supposed to forget. Well, yeah, okay. Get that long catch in the Super Bowl. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Who sent that in? <laughs> who sent that in? Who sent the we, Willie Gall thing in? Uh, Colin. We got Colin Gall. I'll we tell you something that. that somebody who wasn't a, for, wasn't a formal – the folks that remember will know this to be fact. The folks that don't remember, you're going to have to go back and Google and look or see if there's some YouTube on there. But there was a dude who played in the NFL who nobody wanted to race. And now all of a sudden as I say this, his name just like right out of my head, but you'll what? know who I'm talking about. But ran up against skilled former track guys who were playing in the NFL and smoked them. Remember when they used to have that competition? What uh, um, safety or or uh, for, thank you, Daryl Green? Oh, Daryl Green. Okay, Daryl okay. Green. Right. Yeah. Remember when he used to run against folks? Those the most uneducated, as he said. My 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 stance is uneducated. <laughs> But he, he just, would. He, was, he would just. He just outrun he'd you. He blow by everybody. Blow by everybody. And in their prime, I would have loved to have seen a Dion Daryl Green match. That would have been great. That would have been something. Yeah. That would have been pay per view, and people would have. They would have paid. Yeah. Especially those. Like I said, Daryl Green was one of them dudes, and he was sneaky about it too. Eventually, people found out he was the fastest dude in the league, but he only gave you the speed he needed to show you. Yeah. Well, you had you you had a history of track guys being, on, and I think you'll see more of that because that's what you're seeing now. At the youth and high school level, track is really being stressed at the high school level for football. Uh, if you talk with coaches in the area, people who work with, uh, you know, this time of year, uh, you see more and more guys, especially in the skill positions, running on track teams um, in, in the state of Georgia. That's something else. I don't know how they are in other states, mm-hmm. but we're doing it in this state, and that's something else that makes everybody flock to Georgia to recruit our folk because of uh, the things they're doing to, to, get, to get better prepared. So. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we see more guys uh, who become track people. Like like A.J. Terrell. A.J. Terrell is a track guy, mm-hmm. you know, up, up, at, up at Clemson and out at Westlake. Matter of fact, he has a track meet uh, with his name that he, that he, that he puts together with, uh, for the high schools to run out at Westlake now. So we, we've had it. We got How much track was in Dion's past? If, um, if I any? don't know. He was busy playing baseball. I know. That's just saying. I was, think about that. We say mm-hmm. this out loud. That Dion really never participated, or at least we don't know of. Participated? Did he do it at Florida State on the track he teams? He may have done some, but I mean, he was he was playing baseball, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When did he have time? And basketball season. when he right. had his time too. You know, so that's that was that was the thing. I think he was doing more. He saw himself more making a making a living. He was he, he was getting himself ready to try to make some cash. Well, yeah, he invented what did he say? He invented prime time in his dorm, and then it was all about that. Yeah. While he was at Florida State. Sam, I want to remind everybody we got uh, action in case you can't get in front of a TV. Hawks at Brooklyn today. Pre-tip at 2.30, tip at 3 o'clock. And tonight, this is going to be special. Gladiators, we got N-E-A- ECHL hockey 
going yeah. on here. Our own Atlanta Gladiators are taking on Greenville. That faceoff is at 7 o'clock. You can hear that right here, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And, of course, the Hawks, we've been talking about them throughout the show. They continue the road trip in New York Tuesday night. We'll have that game for you against the Knicks pregame at 7, tip at 7.30, and they return home for 92.9 The Game Night. Next yes. Wednesday night, yes. we will all be out at State Farm Arena as the Hawks take on Cleveland. Throwing stuff into the stands. We're going to be, you're going to be having still games. They still won't give us that T-shirt cannon. They still won't if let us If you have are that. nice, they will give it to you. They no, won't they, give it to no, me. No, they won't either. They'll figure you're the responsible <laughs> adult in the room. So they'll give it to you. <laughs> they all think they'll give it to me. Uh, you know, they, they, they didn't offer it last time. I was like, that sure, it sure would be nice. And they get it here. <laughs> you take this and you throw it. That's <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go up, way up in the way up in the upper corner, way up there. You the, want to go in the Bob Euchre seats? Way up there, the standing room. <laughs> you sound a little bit like Lee Harvey now. You want to back off? <laughs> I want to go way up there. Starting to sound a little too. Long. I want. I put. I wanted to go way up there. When was the last time you heard something that made you literally stop and 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 pause and think about it for a minute? When was the last time you got a, a, just a nugget of information, something about? Anything that you know, you 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 know the subjects, but you didn't know this particular fact about them. Just anything that you were just stopped. Yeah. Somebody told you something. He went, "Hang on a second. I had that happen last week. What was it? Okay, I think we can all agree upon the the greatest man-made architectural structure on the planet." And if you think about it, it's the pyramids, right? Okay. Would you agree with that? I go, I go, I go. I go Was it 2500 BC or whenever they put those things together? And how they did it is still beyond imagination. We, you know, they had they, they had no steel to bring these things. The rocks weren't from that region. It's crazy to think about how this stuff happened. Having said that, somebody said this to me last week. Since the pyramids, or after the pyramids were built. What was the next tallest man-made structure on the planet? What was the next man-made structure after the pyramids that was actually taller than them on the planet? Okay. Yeah, I didn't sure. know either. What, what? It's the Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower was the next man-made structure that was literally taller than the pyramids okay. on the planet. How much time was there between the two? Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Wow. It took that long. I had to stop for a minute. So I want you all to think about that as we leave you on this day. You know, the pyramids to the Eiffel Tower and nothing taller than that in between. Man. But still, take a second and and, and hear the conversations about people who are infinitely smarter than us still trying to understand how them things were built. Given the time, given what wasn't available. Yeah, the materials. None of that stuff. And the method. You know, That's just crazy. How are you going to do that, right? It is just, and like I said, those the ones that are there, those rocks, they, they weren't in that area. They, they didn't have them, you know, Ubered in. No, they weren't Ubered in. We are going to be here tomorrow morning. John Fricky is up next. Noel, any last words before we get on out of here? You want to say to the folks? Here she comes with yes, that big is. smile. Oh, there she is. Enjoy your day today. Don't let the fog ruin your Saturday. Enjoy yourself, Atlanta.
All right, there man, we go. Gotta, man, we got to shut up after that. That was positive <laughs> and perfect. Sam and Greg, we will be with you tomorrow, 6 until 10. Have a wonderful day. Like I said, Mr. Fricky is up next. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.